Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Shift Meditations. This is Jessie Cates, mindfulness and meditation teacher and the owner of a sweet little self-care yoga studio based out of Maryland called Shift Yoga, where this podcast was born. Today, I'm going to share with you a story that I guarantee you can relate to in some way. So let's settle into a comfortable seated position. I look so forward as always to guiding you on this path and being a part of this journey with you. Thanks for being here. I look forward to meditating with you today. So as we gather together on this day for the sweet sacred practice of meditation, As always, I welcome each one of you with massive, heaping amounts of love and gratitude. It is the highest honor to serve you and be on this path with you. And I welcome you to practice on this day. So begin to invite your body to still. Settling for a few moments so that you can kind of soften any outer distractions and really tune in to ensure that things are just as you need them to be right now. We begin, as always, with a little story that will influence our meditation practice. And you can begin to settle in and even soften your gaze or close your eyes entirely if that makes you comfortable. And for a moment, I just ask that you feel the experience of your body rooted against something. So if you're sitting the chair, if you're lying down the whole floor, feeling the presence of your body connected, rooted. And as you listen to the story that will influence our meditation, allow yourself to keep a small percentage of your awareness ever present on that which grounds you in the body. So many of my inspiring stories and pearls of wisdom come out of the experience of being a mom to my daughter, Addison. She's 11 and in navigating middle school for the first time, which is hard enough in and of itself, I learned quite quickly. But then add to that the experience of doing it with a mask on. So when they announced here in Howard County, where we are, where we're recording this podcast and I'm uh, recording this meditation, when they announced in our county that they were going to remove the mask mandates from school, it was a kind of a no-brainer that I thought, oh man, Addison's going to be so excited. This is something she's been looking forward to. And after hours a day trapped behind a mask trying to navigate school, I figured that would be an easy day. She would celebrate it and be excited. So when she came home from school that day, the day the news was announced, I asked her, did they tell you at school? Did they talk about the fact that you now have a choice of what you'd like to do? She was like, yeah, yeah. And I said, well, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? As we always give her the ability to kind of any chance we can for her to learn agency and advocate for herself. When we feel safe as parents, my husband and I put the choices to her rather than tell her, 
you have to keep it on or off. We feel safe in this situation. So we left it up to her, said, what are you going to do? She was like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm taking mine off, right? This was the day one conversation. So then as this week progresses, she's like, I'm going to start asking all my friends at school what they're going to do. And she proceeds throughout the week to survey all her friends. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And every day she would come home and she would like share in this survey. And there'd be a friend here or there that was like, oh yeah, I can't wait. I'm taking mine off. Then there'd be people here and there that would say, I'm going to keep mine on. You know, they have parents that are immunocompromised or they're themselves not vaccinated. So there was a lot of different opportunities or opinions floating around. But again and again, each day, Addison came home and she would regale me with stories of this survey. And the majority of the kids that she asked, what are you going to do? Are you going to take your mask off? An overwhelming majority's response was as follows. I'm going to wait and see what everyone else does first. And out of the mouth of an 11-year-old, that resonates and hits home so, 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 so much. Because we do it in our own adult lives. And it was so interesting to see, ah, that's how young it started. Us living our lives to other people's expectations. So as we begin to settle in, I want you just to feel into, as this story starts to unfold, feel into the way it's landing in your own body. Is there a lightheartedness about relating to this do you feel a heaviness because there is the realization that you do this all the time as well and so see if you can just begin to settle into what you are feeling what's present within you as we begin to explore living our lives for ourselves And start to smooth out your breath, just feeling that movement of inhaling and exhaling. And if it's comfortable, try to focus your mind kind of right at your nostrils and feel your breath and the air flowing in and out. This sentiment of living our life towards other people's expectations is something that is echoed in every decade of our life. I was surprised to realize that it started so young. There's a gentleman in the mindfulness community who runs a hospice out on the West Coast. It's called Zen Center Hospice. And he's been doing this work infusing mindfulness with hospice care for decades. And he's written a book about Zen Center Hospice. And he talks about in the book that he's accompanied thousands of people on their journey towards the end of their life and ultimately to their passing. And he says that by sitting bedside and taking up conversation with these people he was supporting at the end of their life, the large majority, majority of them had regrets or would echo the sentiment, I wish I didn't live my life so much according to the expectations of others. 
And so from a very young age, all the way up to the last precious moments of our life, we have this experience of being an individual and that being tangled up in the stories of all and others. That we are our own individual, but that individual is a part of a beautiful mass collective of souls. And somewhere along the lines of navigating being in relationship, we've gotten into this place where we put a lot of emphasis and validation on what others think about the choices that we make. So I want us to settle in and connect to our breath and feel what is physically true in your body. In what ways does this story and this sentiment, what ways do you feel it landing? Keeping in mind that there is value if nothing is landing. That if you're sitting here like, nope, don't feel it at all, not sure what you're talking about, can't relate or connect, that I'd invite you maybe to navigate that there's always something there for us, oftentimes buried beneath the surface. And perhaps maybe if there is a feeling of nothing, that it might be a reflection of the way we've numbed out And so as we breathe, it's like we're just beginning to scratch the surface and dig underneath to reconnect to the heart of our own self. Now, we're not going to solve all our problems and create all the answers and the solutions right here in this one meditation together. But we begin to plant the seeds and light the way. And then this becomes a reminder to our body, mind, and spirit as often as we can. Not to live our life according to what other people want us to do. But to live it for us solely and completely. And part of the reason that we have trouble is because we care about other people. We care about what they think. We don't want to let people down, disappoint people. And so somehow we start to feel like it's selfish to live our own life for our own way, to our own beat. And so as we're living and breathing and settled right here in this very moment, it's an opportunity to rest back into the core of the center of our own self. To feel the lightness that we hold within ourself. To feel this movement of our breath and this air entering our nose. And to re-remember again the light of our own soul and how much that matters to the collective. And how much the universe breathes a sigh of relief when one of us wakes up to the truth of who we are individually and lives our life for us. For that's the greatest gift we can give to the collective. More of us 
rooted in our own truth. So let your breath hold you here as you reconnect to that part of yourself.
Allow your breath to deepen. And as it does, just beginning to connect into a little bit more steadiness within yourself that you might be able to connect to. This feeling that way that your body is connected to the surface that you're meditating on. The way your breath flows in and out with an easefulness. And just holding on to this awareness of this place of rested presence and peace within yourself. This is the place we want to try our best to anchor into, to connect to when we're out living our life and we feel those expectations of others getting in the way of the choices we ourselves are trying to make. And so being able to cultivate or take this place of meditative awareness, this place of a connection to our own source of light, to our own place of truth, to this place where we feel ourselves, to be able to anchor into this when we're not meditating, when we're out living our life, and we feel the pressures of other people's opinions and expectations starting to infiltrate our own body, mind, and spirit. So remembering whenever you feel that, maybe taking a moment to pause, close your eyes and take a breath in and out and to kind of cultivate and feel into that meditative place within that's always accessible to you. And then beginning now just to soften your meditative shape, maybe take a wiggle or a stretch. And we'll bring our hands up together, pressing one palm against the other palm. So our hands make a prayer sort of position and we'll rest that at the center of our chest, bowing our head down to the tips of our fingers to acknowledge this place of ease and peace within us, to acknowledge this sweet soul that we are letting that soul shine through. Then lifting our head to give a little bow to the screen and to the devices that we're on to acknowledge all the sweet souls that gather here together to meditate together. Till next time, may all of us be deeply well. Love and blessings to each of you. Oh, my dear friends, so was I right? Can you relate or what? Oh man, these journeys, they are so rich and so fulfilling. And part of what makes them so fulfilling is engaging in relationships with one another. But may we remember to engage in those relationships with love and compassion and presence. May we learn to hold space for the people in our lives. But may we remember to navigate these relationships connected to our own truth to live our life for us. It's such a joy to serve you. Again, this is Jesse Cates. If you'd ever like to join us when we record the podcasts, we do it live on Zoom together every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern time, totally free. If you ever want to join us, you head to our website, shiftyogastudio.com. From there, navigate to the schedule tab, then find any Wednesday that works for you. Click the book now button next to the free community meditation. 
And then you'll get a Zoom link and you can join us live and in person, wave from your little square on your screen from your corner of the world. I look forward to meditating with you next time. I thank you for your continued support, for your presence, and for your part in my path, my journey. You fulfill me as much as these meditations fulfill you. It's an honor to serve you. Thanks for listening. Be well.